Welcome to The Do Zone, where we talk with real entrepreneurs doing real work who share their best tips, tricks, and stories about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me how you get things done. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you've already hit six figures in your business and looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll not only share exactly what those three key shifts are, but also how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Mr. Michael McLean, former professional and amateur championship hockey coach and team owner turned nine-figure business owner and entrepreneur. He has sold $150 million of products and services in the last 19 years. Will living and doing business on his own terms. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael McLean. Michael, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. The key, Josh, for me is that the first hour of the day belongs to the entrepreneur. As simple as that. My life transformed from having the golden handcuffs, having a regular job just over broke, is when I finally decided to make an appointment with myself first thing in the morning. So that's different for each person. I rise early at six o'clock in the morning. From sit, I, My life transformed, my business transformed when the first hour of the day belonged to me. So for me, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., that is my hour when I get the number one thing uh, done every single day. No days off. Nice. The first hour belongs to the entrepreneur. I I love what that means and what it stands for. And, and you know, I've had a bit of a transition myself where uh, I knew uh, physical fitness has never been something that was super important to me until I hit 40. And then it was like, oh, crap, <laughs> I better do this now so that I don't have to be like a blob when I'm older. And so when do I do it? There's no other time to do it but 6 a.m. And so I had to start becoming a morning person. And I hated it. I still hate it to this day. But I'll tell you what it does do. At 7 o'clock, nobody else is doing anything. I have that time to myself. And I never had it before. And so I 100% agree with you. What do you typically do with that time? It transitions for everybody. It, when I when I was uh, starting my business, I was making five to six figures in the insurance business. I was working nine to five, so I had those those hours taken. I was an employee. I started uh, started walking for sixty minutes, which was about ten thousand steps. I put on twenty three pounds working in an office for the first time. I wasn't in the hockey business anymore. I walked into my father's office. He was the owner of the company. He said, if you don't watch his son, you're going to be one of those fat insurance guys by the time you're done. I had put on 23 pounds in 90 days. I'm happy to report 19 years later, those 23 pounds were gone in 60 days. So for me, Josh, for, for that first year of sitting at a desk, uh, it was 60 minutes of walking solitude. And then I transitioned into copywriting for 60 minutes. Uh, so, you know, like for about a deck, about, about 10 years, all I did the first hour of every day, I'd walk downstairs, pour myself a cup of, wa of water, and I would literally set the timer and write for 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. What would I write about? I'd write about the number one marketing principle. 
that allowed me to write three books that were not getting uh, read, read that allowed me to 5x my company. And then today, over the last four years, I've transitioned into I read for the first hour of the day. So when I get up at six o'clock, I open up a physical book, I study for an hour, then I go for a walk, and then I do the copywriting. So uh, whatever it is for each person, it's individual, but that first hour of the day must belong to you. I love that. And and so I'm curious uh, as a, as a, as a former professional athlete and does it, did, did I read right that you, you own a hockey team? I own two different franchises. I've been in the hockey business when I came out of university, I actually coached all the way through university. So like you and I now, I didn't have a regular job. I uh, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. If I couldn't play professional sport, I was going to coach. So when I came out of university, I had my first pro coaching job. So I was well on my way to the National Hockey League. And along the, the lines, I realized that I didn't have autonomy and freedom. That's the one thing when you're a professional coach, whether it's football, baseball, tennis, whatever – you're at, you, you don't have any personal sovereignty is what I call it. So when I was fired after two and a half years from my first professional hockey coaching job, my dad said to me, he's been a lifelong entrepreneur. He said, son, he said, why don't you buy your own junior team? He says, you can do the marketing, you can do the corporate stuff and the owner will love the coach because you'll be the owner and the coach. You'll never get fired. So I did that for 19 years. I owned my two different franchises. I had job security. Didn't matter if the team was winning or losing. And I finally sold that team four years ago after we won our last championship and and went full-time uh, entrepreneur. The reason I sold the hockey team is because I'm raising a young family. So now I'm the I'm the peewee hockey coach. I'm the tyke hockey coach. Nice. You know, it, and it reminds me, uh, in entrepreneur circles, uh, one of the most important things that that we can do to increase exposure is get on stages. And uh, one one thing that kind of a mantra that gets passed around is, well, if you don't get invited to stages or you're struggling to find a stage to become to to get on, you need to make your own stage. And that's what I'm hearing here is like, hey, look, uh, I don't want to be under anybody else's control. I'm just going to make my own hockey team and I'm going to coach that one. I, I, I love that story. And so have there been any lessons that you could pass down either as a hockey player or as a coach? that that would apply to somebody's entrepreneurial journey just set up your business around uh, set up your your business around your life like uh, the the guy i work with top one percent entrepreneurs and the reason they're top one percenters is not the money that they make it's that their business is designed around their life not their life around their business we've all gone through the death dealings 50 60 70 hours a week and you maybe can do that in your when you're younger and all that kind of stuff but when you're married and you have children and stuff like that, you have to remind yourself, why did I get into business in the first place? And most people have forgotten about that reason. They got into business for freedom. They got, in, they got into business to be their own boss and they got into business for personal sovereignty. So just reflection on those things once you're into business that, hey, I need to design this thing the way I want. Maybe you want to work five hours a day. Maybe you want to work 15. Maybe you want to take, maybe you want to work four hours a week. It all depends on the type of person. But that's my biggest key is with my guys is, is build the business around your life, not your life around the business. Because there's no sense running a company if you're wearing the golden handcuffs, if you don't make money when you sleep, and if you don't have that personal sovereignty. So you only get to build it once. So build it the first time, the type of world that you want to live in. That is one of the most common mistakes that we run into as an entrepreneur is we're, we're hustling. Basically, we're hustling to replace our income. 
And then we get used to hustling and we feel like the only reason that we're able to create success is because of hustle. Uh, but in fact, real success comes from leverage is what I'm hearing from you. And so uh, do you have any guidance or advice from somebody who might find themselves in that grind? Man, I'd, I'd love to build my business around my life. That sounds great, Michael, but how do I even do that? Because there's so many plates spinning. There's so many fires to put out all of the time. How do I do it? How do I even get started? Well, I've done it in every business. Do the job and fire yourself. Do the job and fire yourself. Do your job and fire yourself. So as in the insurance business, as an example, I started working for my dad after I left pro hockey. I didn't know an insurance policy from a football. And I walked in there. I was the receptionist for 90 days. I was processing paper for 60 days. I was in service for 60 days and I was in sales. I'd learned every job from the front door to the back door. My dad insisted on it. I document I, I what I call subwayed the job or McDonald's the job where I documented every procedure that I did. And then I fired myself and I, I hired somebody who could do the job better for less money. And then I kept I kept uh, Josh moving towards marketing, moving towards sales. So I got out of the I learned how to do the $15 an hour jobs, the $20 an hour jobs. I wasn't very good at them. And I just kept firing myself until I got into the rainmaker jobs, the, the marketing and the sales. So uh, I've done it in multiple companies and it's always the same. Do all the jobs, but have a have an end time for them. Fire yourself, document yourself. I call it subwaying. Every sub's made exactly the same way. The phone is answered the same way. Every post is the same way. And then that's how you have time freedom. Warren Buffett said it best. If you do not find a way to make money while you'll sleep, you will never, ever be independently wealthy. So that's the format and model that I use. I ask myself every day, how can I systematize this so that I can make money when I'm working, when I'm golfing, when I'm with my kids, and when I'm sleeping? Mm. And, and that kind of ties into one thing that I've heard you say multiple times just in the last few minutes, personal sovereignty. I can tell that that's something that's really important to you. Uh, first, why is it so important to you? And second, how can we explore just making that mental switch in our minds of placing personal sovereignty first? Well, with personal sovereignty, when you decide to get married, when you decide to have children, it's it's about designing that world where you never need to escape from. I never wanted Josh to be the type of guy who was, I can't wait for the next vacation so I can escape my life. I can't wait for the next holiday so I can escape my life. So whatever I build, I build it. There's no doors in my life. With my wife, with my daughter, we're an entrepreneurial family. I never wanted to have open hours and closed hours. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. My dad worked until he was 85, which was four years ago. And I'll never forget at the kitchen table, we talked about exciting things like marketing and direct response and time management and all this kind of stuff. And we talked about our lemonade stands and our garage sales and our tennis camps. So it was the personal sovereignty was baked into the family. And I can see it in my own 10 year old daughter who has all these kind of entrepreneurial things. But because I think entrepreneurship is the way to freedom, but then you have to claim it as freedom. So when I set up a business, there's no doors. I'm not like, okay, I'm done at five o'clock. That's not, I think that life balance is a myth. I think it's really important that you build a life that you never, ever need to escape from. And when you make decisions like that, where you say to yourself, okay, if I'm going to say yes to this, and this is the big one for me, I call it vitamin N. No, like 
if every time I get approached with something to do more, I say, I stop myself, Josh, for five or 10 seconds. And I say to myself, okay, if I do take this on, what am I prepared to stop doing? Am I prepared to stop coaching my daughter in T-ball? Am I prepared to stop driving her to school? If I'm not, the answer is always a, a hard no. So lots of vitamin N when it comes to time management. I'd love to do that. That sounds like a wonderful thing. But the answer is no, because it doesn't increase my personal sovereignty. Excellent. Got to get, got to keep your vitamin N up. I love it. So tell me a little bit about, I know you have a book that you've put out and uh, how can people connect with you to learn more? To join my list, I, I'm like you, I'm a, I'm a serial guy on the internet in terms of videos. and So I shoot an actual video every day on my morning walk. So you can join my video email list. There's nothing to buy at michaelmcclain.coach. That's Michael McLean is M-C-L-E-A-N dot coach. Uh, you just put in your email. I send an email 365 days a, a, a year. That's me out walking on my hour walk in the morning in the snow, in the heat. I never miss. Uh, I'm on like day 500 or something. And if you would like a copy, a physical or, or a copy or an, a copy of my auto book, uh, audio book is it's called How to Not Get Your Ass Kicked in Business and Life. And Josh, it's 25 badass rules that I put together over the last 31 years in the trenches, in pro coaching and amateur coaching, husband, father, the whole thing. So uh, people can buy a copy of that book at nobullbook.com. That's nobullbook.com. So michaelmcclain.coach and nobullbook.com. All right. Very well. I appreciate that. And I, I can't wait to dig into that and, and join you on your morning walks, virtually, of course. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Hey, so we're going to wrap up from here. Thanks so much to our guest, Michael McLean, for joining us and sharing some wisdom on how he gets stuff done. You can connect with him directly by going to michaelmcclain.coach. And you can get a copy of his book at noblebook.com. If you listen to us on your morning commute or your workout or you're out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven-figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, then it's time to make some changes. And we can help. Go to imfactor1.com now for a special message I made just for you on the exact changes you can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now, let's get to work.